Hi, I'm Holly. And I am Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. That's all I got. Guys, you know it's Holly's birthday to? tomorrow. Well, oh, yeah, it's my... technically we're recording. So when you listen to this, it's Monday. So her birthday was on Friday. That's her birthday <laughs> tomorrow. We time travel a lot in this show. We do. Um, yeah, I'm old now. It sucks. Uh, what I was going to say is all week I've been listening to. Have you heard like the club remix of the Halloween theme? No. Oh, my God. You have to listen to it. Is that I'll send it to you to? later. All week. I love that. All week. They take like the the Halloween theme from the movie, and it's like it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I've been doing all week. <laughs> I've been doing nothing. Life is grand, let me tell you. Yeah. I've also I've hit that point in the year where like I wake up and it's dark, and I go to bed and it's dark, and I know I'm just exhausted. Twenty four hours. I slept for like an hour after work. <laughs> And I'm still immediately ready for bed right now. I feel like it happened really early this year too, like it with did. the because like or maybe we just noticed it because we've actually been leaving our houses. Maybe I I didn't <laughs> I can't even say anything. I didn't leave my house. I left my house once this week to go to work, and that's it. Oh, other than that, but I, like I went to Loblaws tonight, and there you go. By the time I got home, it was like pitch black, and it was like seven thirty one, and I was like okay shit like i'm not complaining i like it see that's the thing is everyone wants like the time it's like you know how we have like the time forward yeah fall back spring forward fall back i kind of like it because i like i need the sun the gloom (laughs) no i like the gloominess i like you it being dark all the time for me it's like uh i really love corn (laughs) the fuck (laughs) the way i said it um (laughs) Sorry. Now I have that song stuck in my fucking head. You're so welcome. It's the most beautiful uh, thing me, I ever I, did I'm see. like <laughs> So it's called like the it circadian the rhythm or something. I fucking can't even <laughs> say it. Stop it. <laughs> can't imagine a more beautiful thing. thing. Oh fuck. What was I even saying? I don't know. I'm just tired. I think that was the end of that. I think you I just... like to wake up with the sun, you know? If I'm awake, I want the sun to be there. See, I'm opposite. That's what I'm getting at. I think it's because of where I live, though. Like, when I get up and go yeah, on my porch. Yeah, it's peaceful. It's, you hear the birds. Well, not really anymore because it's cold. But you hear, like, the, the creek <laughs> in the back. Like, it's like yeah. you hear the stream. So it's, it's a bit different for me, I think. Where for yeah. you, it's just like you just hear, like, sirens and <laughs> <laughs> gunshots. Pretty much. Like, pretty much. Yo, my favorite game is, is that car backfiring or is that a gunshot? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Ontario. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, that's it. I got nothing going on this weekend. Well, that's not true. I'm going to a pumpkin farm again. Yeah. Um, birthday yeah, things. That's it. Birthday things. I have so it's much. It's not even really a birthday thing. It's just I had nothing else planned, or I had plans every other weekend. Yeah. So I was like, let's just do it this weekend. We're going on Monday. Have a nice relaxing weekend. My weekend's gonna be fucking nuts because last minute decided to go up north to see some family. So we're actually leaving tomorrow night. We were going to leave Saturday morning. Yeah, we're leaving. Like after work? Yeah. So we're going to leave tomorrow night and hope Riv just sleeps. And then we're just going to have to deal with the shitty fucking bedtime tomorrow night. Yeah. And then we're there until Sunday morning. And then we drive home and we're going to Stuart's parents for dinner. Like we go straight to hit their oh. house. Then we're there. And then we go back to my parents' house and sleep there for the night. And then we're at my parents' house for Monday because we're having the dinner there. And it's my mom's birthday. 
So I'm exhausted for you. It's going to be insane. But so you guys, because of all of that, I don't know what I'm going to edit. I'm obviously going to edit at some point. So if it's late Monday, my bad. <laughs> it'll be some, it'll be posted at some point we could Monday. Also, yeah. We could do like in the evening or something. It's a, it's a holiday. Whatever. Yeah. You guys won't even <laughs> listen to this until it's posted anyway. So it really doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> Fuck. so if it's, I can add something to the the socials post or we could just say fuck it it's our podcast so yeah. we'll do what we want to <laughs> so it, it might be up on normal time but if it's not and it's late i'm not sorry yeah don't be it's fine because life happens and this weekend's gonna be fucking that, i'm nuts. exhausted for you if i knew how to edit i would do it but alas <laughs> i know and it's not like i'm going like 20 minutes up north like we're driving three hours tomorrow night no thank you with Ew, a 14 month going- old <laughs> Oh, I can't, well, I'm the 14-month-old in this situation, but we're going to Sault Ste. Marie in, like, two weeks, and I finally looked up the drive. Good luck with that one, girl. So, like, no stops or whatever. It's over seven hours. I would rather die. It's going to take us 12. Yeah. I guarantee you it's going to take us 12 hours. I'm going to unalive myself. I don't <laughs> even know why Carl's making you go, because you're going to have to stop a zillion times just to pee. And then he's going to get mad that I, I totally. pee so much. You're going to be like, I told you so. Yeah. Or I just dehydrate myself, one or the other. You'll still have to pee. We got to get a rental because I don't want to take my car and I don't think his car will make it. Um, Why do you want to take your car? It's the mileage on it. I don't want to drive up to Sault Ste. Marie. Fair. I'm also really close to my oil change time, so. <laughs> so you're like, I'm going to push that out as long as possible. Yeah. Carl's totally like, I'll, I'll get a rental. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I kind of want to get like a big SUV or something so I can lay down. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. With those gas prices. Good idea. Oh, shit. I'm not paying for gas. That's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> get the biggest SUV possible. Okay. That's not true. Like, I do want to go. I just like you don't, don't have do the vacation drive. time. Yeah. I don't want to do the drive. And like we have to go. So we're going to try to do overtime during the week. Nobody cares about this, but I'm telling you anyways. Uh, so we're going to leave Friday at like noon, hopefully. And then we have to come home. Like, we have to leave Sunday at, like, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's like we're there for, like, a blink. Just think. You'll leave Sunday at 8 a.m. You won't be back until the evening. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's fucking awful. And I don't, like, I don't have the vacation time to, like, book the Monday off or anything. So. Crazy. I hate my life. <laughs> uh, that's the weekend I get tattooed. So, like, I'm excited for that weekend. So. Oh. We may or may not have an episode. Oh, no, wait, because we'll do the Thursday. Never mind. I'm talking shit. We'll have an episode. Oh, yeah, totally. We'll have a... I think we're pretty much good for all of October, at least. We probably won't take a break again until Christmas. Yeah, I can see that. Unless Danielle can't figure out a script one night, because that's (laughs) totally possible, because it's happened before. That's fair. It's going to happen again. I'm down for that. (laughs) Some nights you just don't want to. Yeah. Fuck it. Most most days I don't want to. I, like, never want... Like, guys, I wrote my script this morning. Did you really? Yeah. I love that about you. Yeah. I do mine early in the week so that I can be lazy the rest of the week. See, it's the procrastinate. I think we talked about this. I yeah. You need the pressure. Yeah. 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 So. Well, let's get into that script. Let's do it. You go first. We are going to talk about Casaloma. Oh, fun! So fun, right? <laughs> it's not as spooky as I want it to be, but because I've been there, we're talking about it, you know? hell yeah so i love it right so Casaloma is like this gothic style castle it's located in toronto ontario it's actually my dream wedding venue but it's, it's like gorgeous. eighty thousand dollars <laughs> well when we win that lottery you're gonna have your dream yeah. wedding and i'm gonna have a redo of my dream wedding because me yeah. and Holly are getting married guys <laughs> I, oh my god i love it i do yeah <laughs> i do um 
So the owner was Sir Henry Mel Pellet. Pellet. Pelly. I don't know. I'm guessing it's Pelletier. P E L L E T T. Oh, no. That's just Pellet. Pellet. Yeah. He's from like Kingston, so it's nothing special. Okay. Yeah. Um, You were overcomplicating it, I think. (laughs) Totally. Absolutely. That's just what I do. Um, So I'm just going to get back into like some of his background first. So as I said, he was born in Kingston, Ontario in 1859. His parents were both British and living in Toronto. His dad was a stockbroker and his mom was just like a mom. Like I couldn't find her (laughs) occupation. So I feel like she has like the best occupation ever. Just a mom, says the mom. (laughs) Just a mom. That's all she did was just momming. My next next thing was literally life goals, to be honest. Just just mom. (laughs) It's the only job I need. Well, yeah, I guess if it's your, like, if you don't have another job on top of that, it's, I, I, I won't even say it's not that bad, but it's better. You know, you know what I don't get is people say that stay at home moms don't have real jobs, but then you have, if you have a job, you have to pay people to do the same job you do as a stay at home yeah. mom. So like, if yeah. you say a stay at home mom is not a job, you can well, literally also- fuck yourself. <laughs> Cause it is a job. Amen. It's an unpaid job at that. Yeah, exactly. So fuck anyone who thinks otherwise and if you think that get the fuck off this podcast (laughs) amen amen um so he ended up getting into the same business as his dad he joined his dad's stock brokerage company in 1876 and eventually his dad like like separated with the the company he worked at and set up his own company with his sons um so henry and the other son's name that i forgot to look up (laughs) So it was called, an, like, it was another stock brokerage, and it was called Palette and Palette. So, like, literally just their last names twice. Smart. Um, but, so lots of money involved in this family. Henry married Mary Dodgson in 1882 and had a son, um, Reginald, in 1885. <laughs> so proper. <laughs> um, so Reginald. Reginald. That's something you name, like, a dog. You know, little Reggie, little Reggie. I had Reggie and Nedward. Nedward. <laughs> I'm never guys. Dreadway wore an Edward Cullen t-shirt, and that's all that matters <gasps> in the world. <laughs> Honestly, my whole life came full circle in that moment. Right? I could die happy. He needs to be protected at all costs. Team Edward yeah, forever. <laughs> um, so Mary was the chief commissioner of the Girl Guides of Canada. Um, in 1876, Henry enlisted as a rifleman of the Queen's Own Rifles of Canada, which is a regiment in the Canadian Armed Forces. In 1905, he became commanding officer and was made a knight bachelor by King Edward the Seventh, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> in 1903 is when the idea of Casaloma came into play. So in 1911, the construction began and it took almost four years and it finished completion in 1914. Well, kind of. Um, I'll get into that. So this castle is absolutely fucking massive. If you've been there, you know how beautiful yeah. it is. It has four floors, but I think like it has legit like four floors, but then there's also like little attic-y floors and then you have yeah, like staircase like up landings. to the roof. Yeah. So it goes up to like kind of like a, it's technically four floors, but you could say seven. Um, oh wow yeah um so it has like a hunting lodge which is like a coach house there's 98 rooms oh shit an elevator apparently in the kitchen there's an oven large enough to fit a whole ox in there <laughs> that, i didn't know that that was insane oddly me. specific right um they have central vac which is like i guess i'm like super high-end because i have central vac Ooh, I don't, samesies i don't fucking live large i don't use it though do you use yours 
I do because I have carpet in the basement still and we have like the carpet attachment thing for oh it. yeah yeah totally I've never used it so I'm too scared to use it there's probably so much like there's probably my- mice living in there and I don't want to destroy oh my God, their home probably you know I don't know we've just always had it I would prefer a stand-up I think I want one of the ones with like the couch attachments yeah but I feel like that's when I win the lottery and buy my own house totally absolutely yeah. Yeah, we just have like our standard, like yeah, yeah. I don't use central vac. I don't. I don't even want to try. I'll probably blow up my <laughs> house. <laughs> so, anyways, the Castleoma has central vac. They have a pool, but it's not finished. It was never completed, and I don't think they ever com- completed it. They oh, left weird. it as is. Yeah, and they have a shit ton of secret passages. Um, so at the time, it cost three point five million dollars and about three hundred workers to build this home. Some of the construction was halted because of the First World War. So to this day, the third floor is like partially unfinished, but it's currently the Regiment Museum for the Queen's Owns Rifle of Canada in like honor of Henry. Um, so parts of it is unfinished as well as like there's like a bowling alley in the basement as well as the pool. Oh, wow. But those were unfinished as well and they left it as You is. think they would finish it though because they make like tourism money now. Right. I think, but I think they wanted to keep it like authentic as it was. They Fair. don't want to like, yeah. yeah. Um, so imagine going bowling at Castle Loma though. How much fucking fun that would be. They would have so much fucking money all from me. Yeah. That would be a blast. Um, I need a drink break guys. <laughs> so this, what do you have it's this new cider it's actually not that bad it's called wild blueberry cider cute Ernest cider family owned i haven't seen it yet i didn't recognize the can it's i just cute. picked it up at loblaws it's um dude i love loblaws alcohol <laughs> i know it's canadian blueberries cute and, and blueberry honey do we recommend um if it was colder yes oh they're from oh. it's from Newmarket oh cute really weirdly close but yeah it's, it's not bad at all it tastes like a, a, i like ciders that aren't like overwhelming on my t- so guys fun fact i bit my tongue when i was a kid <laughs> and i like bit through my tongue and it never healed so when i drink something that's sweet or like sour pretty much anything it really like my tongue swells in that area so this yeah. drink is making my tongue you did swell. it at your wedding <laughs> i did what i can't remember what it was but you kept showing me your tongue <laughs> did i actually you did why i swear it was before you walked down the aisle even why because <laughs> you like drank something or you ate pineapple or you did something you're like like my tongue oh fuck <laughs> that's embarrassing <laughs> it was oh no do you know what it was probably the sourpuss <laughs> oh fuck it was definitely the sourpuss then yeah sourpuss needs to sponsor us <laughs> right and they also ruined my tongue so like help me but yeah it's a fun fact about my tongue i can't eat anything without having pain so and this great. directly correlates to casaloma <laughs> totally it's just it correlates why are with, we like this i don't know all i could think about was bowling and every time we go bowling we'd always go downtown to that one that you could have drink at which one i don't know it's by much music oh i've never been to that one. Oh, we always went oh my god i thought you and Stuart worked together for like eight million years you did not work with him in toronto never mind ignore no. me yeah his work always went to this bowling place oh yeah no, I just like to go to the ones that we go to now. Totally. I love those ones. Yeah. Those so much fun. Um, yeah. Okay. Back to Casaloma. <laughs> Casaloma. <laughs> Casaloma. So the basement has this like massive underground tunnel that leads from the castle to the, like, it's like across the street, but to like the stables and the hunting lodge. It's really fucking cool. Um, so have you been to Casaloma? 
when I was a kid. Oh, so you haven't. Okay, so you haven't been recently. Not recently. I would love to go for Halloween, except I'm busy as fuck this year. But oh like, my god, maybe next year. I totally mentioned that in the thing. I'll get to it, but it's so. Funny. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe we could do uh, Christmas. Oh, you know I'm down because they have a pretty light stuff. Yeah. Um. So most of Henry's money came from investments through railways and the Toronto Electric Light Company, which he owned. So Henry is noted for being one of the people who brought hydroelectricity to Toronto. Um, and I mean, like, don't get all, oh my God, he's amazing just yet because yeah, he brought that. So he's the reason why we have hydro basically. Okay. However. Oh no. These companies had, he had in like the mines and the hydro company, they were all privately owned, meaning he only supplied hydro to people who could afford it. Like if you could pay to have a hydro to your house, you could have it. So is that not the system we still have to this day? (laughs) Kind of. So it was like you had to pay to have it set up. So like you would have to have it like put uh, into your house. Yeah. So now, so that along came Adam Beck, who was like fuck, like who was fucking richest shit too, um, but is a pretty decent dude from what I read. He launched, um, like kind of he like ran against, um, and I quote like the great industrialist of Canada, and he's quoted saying, and I quote, "Hydropower should be as free as air." So Beck basically went, Amen. yeah. So Beck basically went for Henry's throat, and this campaign worked. So the hydro companies became that of like Ontario. So like it became like Ontario owned it, not Henry anymore. Um, uh, so Henry lost those, and Beck also had Henry's taxes raised. So on his, <laughs> so his castle went from six hundred dollars a month in taxes to twelve thousand dollars a month. Ooh, ouch! Yeah. So Henry just lost his like hydro company, and now his taxes are being raised. So his only, ouch. yeah. So his only income was his brokerage. But since all this happened during the First World War, no one was fucking buying houses. So homeboy is broke as fuck. Um, so all of this and other companies under Henry's belt, um, were failing, basically led him to bankruptcy. Him and his wife, Mary, were forced to leave Casa Loma, um, in 1923 because the city took it for unpaid taxes. Um, and they only lived in Casa Loma for about nine years. So it was just, it was just over nine years. So nothing insane. Um, Mary died on April 15th, 1924 of apparent heart failure, um, Henry moved pretty quickly and remarried in 1927 to Catherine Welland Merritt. Um, apparently, Henry was childhood friends with Catherine, so um, that's how they kind of knew each other, like how they knew each other. Mm-hmm. In 1929, she became really ill, so they've only been married for two years. Became really ill and ended up dying. She was only 63. Oh, yeah. Um, Henry died on March 8th, 1939, so 10 years later. Um, so just to backtrack a bit, after the city took Casaloma for unpaid taxes, it kind of just sat there until the 30s when Claire Wallace, who was like a radio broadco- broadcast um, host, spent the night in the castle and she wanted to do a report on like the paranormal. Um, but in doing, love her. right? But in doing so, she felt the need to like save the castle. Ended up broadcasting and appealing to save it from demol- um, like being um, uh, demolished. demolished. That's there the word. You go. Uh, the ceo of the quaddies club um he listened to it and decided to lease the castle in 1937 and basically started what it is today it's like a huge museum and tourist destination in 1997 it underwent a 33 million dollar restoration of the exterior yeah only the exterior 
Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, which was funded by the city. I can see why they didn't do the inside now. <laughs> yeah, right? Because the outside costs $33 million fucking dollars. Holy shit. Yeah. So this castle is a hot spot for the film industry, X-Men, Crimson, Crim- Crimson, fuck. Crimson Peak, Hemlock Grove, the fucking pacifier was filmed there. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World was also filmed there. Uh, just to name a few, which is so funny. I just The pacifier is hilarious. <laughs> so now on to if it's haunted or not. So some believe this castle actually isn't haunted. It was like they people think that like because it looks so like it would be haunted. It's a castle. So like, yeah, whatever. people think it was like built and only lived in for about 10 years and instantly started to be a museum. So they think there isn't enough history behind it for it to be haunted. It's just like too what they, what they say is like too quiet. So not yeah. not, not like everyone's quiet. In it there. doesn't really have a bloody history or anything. To exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly. So it makes sense. However, it said that there have been weird occurrences happening since 1930. So as per normal, there is a lady in white. <laughs> it's, of course. Of course. It's believed this woman. Um, I'm sorry, I had to pop up on my computer. It's believed this woman was a maid who worked at the castle previously. They think she could have died in the early 1900s when there was a massive outbreak of influenza. Um, there was like 60,000 people who died in Toronto from it. Um, she's been seen on the second floor, but also in the basement. Uh, people have seen Sir Henry um, as well his, as his wife, Mary. So apparently during a private function, I guess it might have been like a wedding or something like that. There was a kid that saw a man in one of the second story windows and he told the staff. The staff were like, uh, second floor is closed, so what the fuck? And the room that the kid saw it in apparently was like Henry's office or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah, and the little boy described Henry to a T. Like it apparently was Henry. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. And that's like, kids are so innocent. Like how the fuck would he know, right? Yeah. Um, so Mary, um, Henry's wife had been seen only a handful of times. Um, they say she's kind of like shy and private, but they kind of know she's there. Um, at one point the staff were trying to just film her room, like not to like capture her or anything. They were just trying to like film her room for like some type of like promo type thing. Yeah. So they set up a camera, but it was one of those old school cameras. So they got like the vintage like video on it. So they had to put like the tape in it. Um, when they returned, um, to the camera the t- the tape was gone oh wow like completely gone um so as i said it's one for the young youngsters out there cameras you have to stick a tape recorder in it and then <laughs> video so right so that tape was gone and it still has never been found they have no idea where it went um so they decided to like go with the newer cameras and set up where footage is stored through like the cloud and when they went to check the footage, the camera turned off after 10 minutes. So they had no footage. Oh, weird. Do you remember when that happened to us? Yes. <laughs> no, thank you. In your basement that you're sitting in right yeah. now? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, according to mediums that have visited, Henry and Mary ha- um, are choosing to live their afterlife at Casaloma, So they aren't trapped there. I would too. I mean, like, they only got nine years there before they got kicked yeah. out. Of course, they're going to live there. Hell yeah. Yeah. There's also a spirit who wanders the basement tunnel. Apparently, the spirit is a bit more active where they like to push, shove, and pull hair. Um, their voice has been captured on film, and people have noted that it's always the same tone in the voice. So it's like the same person, same spirit. Um, the spirit is nicknamed Mr. Happy. Um, Ooh, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, because it's polar opposite. He's, he's quite opposite. He's a dick. Um, and honestly, I've been in that tunnel, and it's fucking 
spooky it really is is. that the one that you have the picture of your mom oh my god yeah so um i went with my parents and my sister so fun fact i used to work at the toronto zoo and when you work at um a place owned by the city you get discounts and other places owned by the city so i got to go to castleoma for free as well like discounts for like people that went with me um so i went with my parents and my sister and guys like i couldn't get my mom out of the basement she was like walking around like filming taking photos she's like i'm hunting ghosts guys and i was like <laughs> she's so cute yeah so but it is it's actually it is spooky it's very cold down there we went in, like midsummer and it was freezing and they have like the rooms you see the bowling alleys it doesn't look like a bowling alley but it's there yeah and then um it like you you're underneath you're obviously underground and then you connect to the stables so you, when you get upstairs it's like the stables oh, cool. and that's where they have like they have like an automotive um museum there so they have all like the old mm. cars and stuff so that's where you end up walking into um at least it was when i went there um <laughs> So, uh, by the way, my mom did not capture a ghost, if anyone was interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, apparently, there's a man who's been seen in the indoor conservatory. There's also been sounds of children running around, as well as children laughter, which is, like, creepy as fuck. The worst. The worst. Um, so, this isn't, like, the spookiest or coolest, like, history place ever, but it's, like, in our hometown, um, yeah but they also have a haunted attraction every october so i haven't been able to visit yet and i probably won't this october because i'm fucking busy that's literally what i wrote in my script which is so funny we should like plan ahead for next year schedule it now book it off work like. totally it's called legends of horror so if anyone's been there let us know because it looks fucking f- amazing it's my gosh like a- no we're gonna tag Casaloma in this and they're gonna sponsor us and give us tickets oh my god yes that's what's gonna happen yes make me cry please and thank you but yeah so that's castleoma i think it's like it is one of like the most fun places i've been to it's also like super pretty i remember there's gardens right lots of them yeah no there's yeah i remember walking through gardens yeah uh i don't remember much of it but i would love to go again and we should it's so much fun as soon as you walk in you're kind of like in like this like foyer type living room ish yeah on like a sitting room yeah like there is so much to see you will not have time for it all oh it's insane you have to go like right in the morning like we went like midday and we got in and like we still didn't even see the whole place and we were exhausted by the end of it yeah it's that big eh yeah the attic is a lot of fun the attic's like terrifying it's creepy i yeah i might pass on that (laughs) oh no you're going (laughs) absolutely oh i love it that was a good one um so i i got chirped in the comments for the last episode did you about how i yeah about what connor connor's like uh the irony of someone who doesn't watch movies doing a movie list thing or something like that uh it's true i don't watch movies ever but i did watch this movie i saw this movie in theaters i still could not tell you a thing about it but i did see it in the theaters um, so today we're going to talk about the exorcism of Emily Rose. That movie scared uh, the living fuck out of me. I don't. I probably saw it with you. Did we go see it together? Probably. Was, it was in theaters that I saw it, and I think that was the one and only time I saw it. Honestly, pro- I think we probably went with like Stu and his group of friends when we first started. Was that the, to- was that the Wendy's night? <laughs> fuck, probably. <laughs> probably it was. Oh my god. Uh, side note: We might go to the port. Ho- oh no! Wait, you said you're busy. 
never mind. We might go to the drive-in tomorrow night because they're doing a double feature of uh, Scream and Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. I wish. But, yeah, no, we're going to. Yeah, uh... I forgot you said you were driving. Boo. Uh, But, yeah, I did see this movie. I don't remember it. Chirp away. I probably won't see, like, half the movies that I talk about in October. Dexter's (laughs) sister's in it. It's creepy. She plays Dexter's sister's in it. Bro, I shit you not. My first sentence. The Exorcism of Emily Rose came out in 2005 and starred Deb from Dexter. That's so funny. Yeah, that's the only... <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> the way we're the same person. Um, so yeah, it stars Deb from Dexter. Uh, so another movie critic named Nick Reganis, uh, he sums it up, quote, plagued by horrific visions and tormented by sinister manifestations of evil while at university, the troubled 19-year-old college student, Emily Rose, resorts to exorcism only to die a horrible death. Now her family's priest, Father Richard Moore, finds himself charged with negligent homicide, defended by an atheist lawyer, Aaron Brunner. As a result, the church presses Moore to get a plea bargain. However, he intends to give testimony and call attention to the unseen dark forces that surround us. Uh, More and more, this trial becomes a battle between faith and science. Nevertheless, what has happened to poor Emily? End quote. Um, Science rules. Yeah. (laughs) So the movie mostly follows like the court proceedings of the case, Mm -hmm. but there's uh, several flashbacks that shows the series of events leading up to and including the exorcism. Uh, There's one scene that IMDb pointed out that I forgot about, but I loved. Uh, It's a flashback where Emily is screaming the names of all the demons that are possessing her. And there were six. And I thought I'd look up the six because I just thought it was cool. So this is from villainsfandom.com. Why would you look them up? Because I wanted to. Okie dokie. God. So she says she had Cain, who was the first murderer in the history of mankind, according to the Bible. Uh, He killed his brother Abel out of spite and jealousy. Bibble. What's that? The Bibble? The Bibble. Uh, Nero, who's the Roman persecutor of the early Christians, he tortured them and burned them alive. Judas, which was Lady Gaga's best song Mm -hmm. and also one of Jesus's disciples who betrayed Jesus. Was a disciple? uh, Follower? Follower? Disciple? Mm -hmm. I think so. Okay. Um, So he handed Jesus over to the Roman authorities. Uh, Legion is a group of demons who infamously possessed a man in this place that I can't pronounce, but was later exercised by Jesus. Uh, Wait, Jesus did exorcisms? Apparently. I learned more and more about the Bible every day. Wow, um, this is great fiction. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I'm going to fuck this one up, Belial, Belial, who is a powerful demon known for lawlessness and anarchy. And of course, Lucifer, also known as the devil. So shit was not Lucifer. looking good for Emily. She had a bunch of crazy shit going on. Um, so this movie was actually based on the true story of a woman named Annalise Michelle. Uh, Annalise was a 16 year old girl living in Bavaria, West Germany. She grew up in the 1960s and was a devout Catholic. She attended church twice a week, which sounds exhausting. Uh, but when she turned 16, things changed. Uh, she randomly blacked out at school one day and spent the rest of the day walking around looking dazed. Annalise said she had no memory of the event, but it frightened her friends and family. A year later, it happened again, but this time at home. And uh, this time she started having like violent convulsions during the episode. Um, Was she Annalise, like epileptic or? 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Annalise went to a neurologist shortly after this. It was diagnosed with temporal lobe epilepsy, uh, which is a disorder that causes seizures, loss of memory, and experiencing visual and auditory hallucinations. Visual and auditory hallucinations. Just remember that. Doesn't sound uh, like so- a fun time. <laughs> She was, no, not at all. She was prescribed a medication and did really well, and she eventually enrolled in university in 1973. Um, however, the effects of the me- uh, medication started wearing off, and her condition worsened once more. Uh, being a religious person, Annalise thought that there must be something else wrong with her if the medication wasn't working. Uh, the only logical explanation was that she was possessed by a demon, not that she maybe needed to re-up her meds or, you know, try a new cocktail or something. Yeah. Um, so Annalise told her family that she had seen the face of the devil and heard demons whispering in her ears. So visual and auditory hallucinations. Um, she heard you know demons what's the telling worst her- part about that, though? Like, imagine having that and, like, your hallucination is literally the devil. Like, out of all things in the world, it couldn't have been, like, a Care Bear or something. It had to be a oh fucking devil. <laughs> it could be something, like, nice and comforting. It's yeah. Satan. Like, why does it have to be, like, <laughs> scary? You I know? don't know. That is really weird. Yeah, I don't like that. The mind does what it wants, I guess. The mind is a um, fucking bitch. Well, also, she was she was a devout Catholic, so maybe that's just, like, what her mm. brain went to. Like, maybe, she, like, it came from a place of fear or something. Um, Mine would be ladybugs, totally. Oh, my God. I fucking oh, hate you. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> a ladybug landed on River's head the other day when we were outside, and I was, like it was like the worst mom moment of my life because Did like you smack <laughs> no i like flicked it off but i had to like suck up every nerve about like crying and freaking because guys oh i'm petrified God. of ladybugs and i don't what know a why strange fear it's so weird and i don't understand why i should like mine is worms i should worms i should go into like a therapy where they put you like under to like <gasps> figure out why that. i'm so scared of ladybugs i'm not even kidding i've been wanting to do that about my worms because i'm like where does this come from because yeah. i used to fish with them I'm like, what happened? Right. That I'm suppressing. Like, that I can't like I see worms and my body just like tenses. That's like I don't know how yeah. to explain it. No, I've like, seen I it just... before. Like Holly went I think I dropped you off at home or something, and there was a worm on your driveway and we I literally had to like <laughs> drag you up your driveway to go home. <laughs> I made Carl pick me up once because there was a big one and it stretched across the sidewalk. Yeah. And I couldn't step over it. You so. could. Good thing you don't live out here because when it rains, our whole street's covered in worms because of where we live. Because of the, Awful. the field. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Like negative ten out of the ten. The creepiest ever. Uh, I went to Ottawa to visit a friend and we went to this creepy cemetery. And I don't know how to explain this, but like the cemetery was like above the sidewalk. Like it was raised ground. So when you walk beside the sidewalk, it's like a cement wall. And then like yeah. on top of the wall is like the dirt cemetery. Yeah. So we're walking to the cemetery and I look and there's just like all of these worms coming out of the cemetery down the wall and everything. And I've never screamed so loud. My, like people turned and looked and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Please just euthanize straight me. Straight out of a horror movie. Like it was awful. Out of all the places too, it would be a fucking great A cemetery, yeah. right? It was awful. Good God. Um. Anyways, back to this story. We're really off topic this week and we're not sorry. No. Um, so she said she heard demons telling her that she was damned and would rot in hell uh, while she was praying. And that's when she knew the devil himself had possessed her. Uh, they sought out priests to help her, but they all said they couldn't because uh, they thought she should seek medical advice instead. Interesting. Uh, they, they said that she wasn't really showing signs of possession, but signs of illness. 
Um, so this triggered Annalise and she took a turn for the worst. She started doing these like extreme ritual things. So for example, she performed 400 squats per day and like wouldn't stop until she was done. Like it was like a a habitual thing. Mm -hmm. Um, she would crawl around the house and bark at people. She (laughs) guys river does that. Oh my God. LOL. He's possessed. He's possessed. Um, (laughs) she, uh, she even pulled an Aussie and bit the head off of a dead bird that she found in the yard. Oh, um finally her mother found a priest that would help her uh i don't know the names is he a father like is he father ernst halt or is he just ernst halt are you looking father at me for ernst answers because i have yeah. no idea we're just gonna call him ernst um ernst. so he agreed with annalise and her family um there was simply no way that this could be epilepsy uh the priest petitioned the local bishop bishop joseph stangle uh, who approved the request and granted a different local priest, Arnold Renz, permission to perform the exorcism under the condition that everybody involved keeps it a complete secret. Nobody was allowed to talk about it. You couldn't tell anybody. Not suspicious at all. Not suspicious at all. No. Um, so over the next 10 months, the two priests conducted 67 exorcisms on Annalise. Some would last upwards of four hours. During these exorcisms, Annalise revealed that she uh, was possessed by six demons, Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Adolf Hitler, Nero, <laughs> and and Fleischmann, who was a disgraced priest. Um, note, there's also six, like there was an Emily Rose. They just swapped out Hitler and whoever this Fleischmann guy was um i like that hitler is a demon yeah so um there's audio uh actually i'm gonna talk about it in a second there's audio recordings actually there's like full recordings of the exorcism but it's kind of brutal um and i'm pretty sure at the end of the movie they play some like original recordings oh i wonder if it was this one it probably was this one i imagine um so she like i didn't make it this far in the recording because it creeped me out but she would like switch voices Ew. so she would have like a german accent if she was talking as as adolf uh yeah, and like creepy i can't remember who it was i think it was judas would like shit talk adolf and be <laughs> like like he's stupid he's just power hungry and blah blah blah. like they would fight each other that's um, wild so uh, like I was saying, they would speak through Annalise, and there is audio evidence. Um, I found it on allthatsinteresting.com, but I'm sure it's in other places as well. Uh, it's very weird, and it made me not sleep, so uh, don't listen to it if you plan on sleeping. So she's kind of, like, growling and screaming and making these, like, horrible sounds. And even if she isn't possessed, it's, like, it's just really fucked up hearing a person make those sounds. Yeah. Um but listen to it if you want, by all means. Uh, so these sessions became so violent that Annalise ended up with broken bones and torn tendons in her knees. Holy fuck. She slowly stopped eating and she eventually died of malnutrition and dehydration on July 1st, 1976, at just 23 years old. Um, after her death, her parents and the two priests who conducted the exorcisms were charged with negligent homicide. They tried to defend themselves and even showed uh, like the recording of the exorcism in court, but they were found guilty of manslaughter. So the priests were sentenced to six months in jail and three years of probation, and the parents were exempt from any punishment as they had, quote, suffered enough, which apparently is criteria for sentencing in German law. Fun fact. You can suffer enough and not have to go to jail for the horrible death of your daughter. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Did yeah. they want, did they try to like charge the, like, were the parents like yeah, defending all four the priests? Sorry? Were the parents like defending the priests? Yeah, pretty okay, much. Okay, okay. Yeah. But they had suffered enough, so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
in some situations <laughs> that could really work but like where like the person is purely innocent but this one i'm like if she just got the help she needed i think because it was like a negligent homicide charge versus like a first degree or something like yeah i don't think they like set out to like i want to kill my daughter they yeah, thought like, what they, they were thought doing they were was doing right yeah yeah so I like i that. get it it just feels like icky i guess yeah it just, it's it, it sucks because she died that's yeah the bottom line of that it's no good but yeah, that's what the exorcism of Emily Rose is based on. And I have one in mind for next week, but it's not based on a crime. It's based on just like a really weird thing that happened. So it's I guess it's kind of oh, I'm excited on spooky territory a little bit. Ooh, so I just wanted to let that be known. Cause I, exactly. I didn't know if I specifically said I was going to do like murder cases with this or just like based on true events in general. So I'm making a new theme. It's true events in general. <laughs> and it's her podcast and she can do what she and wants. We'll do what we want to. Yeah. So yeah. That was that. Ins- I that one always creeped me out. I Yeah, I really didn't like the recording at all. Yeah. I didn't make it very far in. I just the sounds were very disturbing. And, and there's the pretty thing. brutal pictures too. Like she's got like really bad black eyes and stuff and all the pictures and she's very like frail. Yeah. And that's the thing about like exorcisms and like I don't think they do any so someone's gonna yell at me about this or whatever i don't really care um when like the way i believe like i believe in spirits and stuff and i believe that i don't believe there's an afterlife i believe that there is spirits and the paranormal i don't believe in the devil i don't believe in god yeah i the way i think it, it's hard to like it makes sense in my head so it's probably not gonna make sense when i say it as per usual it's like <laughs> when you think about you living like you you are you and like you're you have your conscience and i Mm -hmm. have mine and like this person has theirs so when i think about it, i'm like how did we get those consciences so i think that when you die they're always there Mm -hmm. so they need somewhere to go and if you've had like a really terrible death or you just have like a lot of energy they kind of like linger and that's where they get stuck in like the energy of like the world it doesn't make sense it, i swear it, it makes sense in my head no it kind of sounds like the movie ghost where like when they can't move on they just kind of like yeah it's kind of like like how how did i become me how did you become you how are you like if, if it wasn't bro if we didn't have I our scare own... myself sometimes thinking yeah. about that stuff if we didn't have our own consciousness we would all be the same thing we'd all be thinking yeah. the same thing we'd all have like the you know what i mean so like i think our conscience is what stays and yeah if it like has enough energy that's what lingers so i don't know if i believe in possession as much yeah. as like like i think there obviously there would be negative consciences that stay and like maybe like that's good possible spirits versus bad spirits totally and i think it's i think it's totally possible but like i don't know i i'm on like the fence with exorcisms like i just don't I don't think exorcisms are a real thing. I just don't, I don't think they do anything. Yeah, I. Yeah, we we know my stance on religion. Yeah, but that, that's like because I, I like I I hate when I get into like a, a talk with somebody and they're like, well, if you don't believe in heaven and hell, you can't believe in a spirit. <laughs> At my first therapist ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like um, that's not how that works. Yes, I can. <laughs> um, I always associate like so. I'm with you. I don't believe in a god or a Satan as much as I love the mythology of it all. Mm-hmm. But I think like so for me, demons are like 
souls that have become creatures almost. Totally. Like, I, I totally think, like, demonic entities, as Zach Baggins says, exist. Yeah. Because there's, like, there's, like, a, like, the poltergeist type spirit where they're just, like, you know, little shits. But then there are actual, like, seriously evil spirits. And that, to me, is, like, a demon. And that's, like, your soul has gotten so nasty from being dead and miserable and shit that you're just like a demon now that's how i think of it Uh, yeah i fully believe that and that and that's the thing it's like it it's like it's like endless you know what i mean like it's yeah it could be literally anything it doesn't like when you think of a demon it doesn't have to relate back to religion yeah exactly no it's still like it's the the energy or the the soul or whatever Mm. you want to call it the conscience whatever you want to call it yeah it's just gotten so like evil and twisted over time and maybe it's just because it's miserable being in the afterlife i don't know yeah and yeah i think like when you want to like get rid of a spirit you don't just get rid of it like it's like if it has enough energy, it's always going to be there because, like, it can't, it doesn't have anywhere to go. That's how yeah. I. Are you like, just telling it who's boss? Like, yeah. When you're, like, saging a house or something. Yeah. You're just like, listen, bitch. Yeah. Like, that's how just I envision it kind of thing. I don't, like, it's not like I'm going to banish you and you, your pearly gates open and whatever. Yeah. You know? So. <laughs> <laughs> your pearly gates will open on up. Yeah. Like, I hope that, like, when I die that i am just so like energized that i'm around that i can like experience that and i'm aware of it that's always what i hope for and that's, yeah yeah and that's why i don't want to be cremated because oh, fair. yeah if there's ever a zombie apocalypse you guys this bitch she wants in on it <laughs> i need to be a zombie i need to be a part of it it has to be a thing <laughs> It's so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. The whole afterlife thing scares the shit out of me. Honestly, since I was a kid, I've been thinking about it. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It just fucks me up a little bit. Totally. I don't know what I want to be. Because I don't want to, like, stay here. I don't want to be, like, in my mom's basement for, like, eternity. <laughs> but that's a, that's a, But, like, even, like, with the guy, Henry and Mary from Casaloma, they chose where they wanted they chose. to be. They chose. Yeah. Do I get to travel? then right? i'm down like yeah <laughs> free travel sign me the fuck up i'll haunt an airport fucking first class <laughs> it's fine it'll be perfect oh my god come discuss your afterlife goals with us and be super bright and cheerful <laughs> absolutely our instagram is a spooky hour podcast you can find us on twitter at spooky hour the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at com. we did get in a spooky tale and i haven't checked the email since then because so i'm trash so shit do we have enough for a spooktober or are we like are we low you're asking at the wrong time because i have no idea Aha! send them in anyways so we can get them in maybe for spooktober or maybe for christmas or something i don't know tell us your spooky tales yes you seen a ghost did you see an alien did you kill somebody let us know i'm uh yeah except that last one <laughs> <laughs> no i want to know fuck it <laughs> but like do it like secretly so we you we can't get tied into it you yeah know? send it anonymously yeah totally <laughs> And on that note, stay Stay spooky, spooky, friends. Bye. Bye.